Yo, what up? It's your boy Addison. Now we are back once again broadcasting live from the beautiful From the Jump Studios. What's happening, man? We going up on this Friday. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to another edition of From the Jump, man. Broadcasting live from the beautiful From the Jump Studios. Quick hits before we start today's show. Coming out of the San Diego Chargers, Shane Verrett, Jason Verrett, cornerback for the San Diego Chargers, has suffered an apparent Achilles injury during the conditioning test for the rest of the season. And I hate when I see these happen, man, because it's always these non-contact injuries that these guys be suffering before football season even starts. And it's almost like if you can make it through training camp, you can sh- that's, that's halfway. Like Training camp is just like halfway through the football season. But you know what we got to start off today's show with? Clint Capella has signed his five-year, $90 million extension today with the Houston Rockets. Now, had Clint Capella not signed his extension, he would have been a restricted free agent, and he would ultimately have to sign a $4.3 million qualifying offer, which would have made him a free agent again in 2019. Now, ultimately, Houston bringing Clint Capella back is good. Remember, they finished 65-17 and last year, and Clint Capella has been one of the key pieces and Houston Rockets resurgence within the past three to four years. I remember when him and Dwight Howard were kind of battling to see who was going to do what. And when Dwight Howard was starting and when Clint Capella would come into the game, that pick and roll was seemingly unstoppable between him and James Harden. So now Clint Capella is now reaping the benefits and, and almost like a double salute, if you will. I mean, a guy that averaged 13 and 10 last year, and he did shoot the league's best 65% from the field. You could legitimately say, you could throw him up there in that top 10 between him, DeMarcus Cousins, Andre Drummond, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic. You could throw him in there. I think Clint Capella is right in the mix of those guys. But ultimately, I think what this does is keeps the big three intact for the next four years. You signed Harden last year. You were able to essentially sign Chris Paul again this year. And you are able to sign Clint Capella. is going to keep that big three of Houston long term. It's going to keep it through James Harden's prime. Chris Paul being 33 years old at this point, you're going to be able to get the later stages of Chris Paul in his career. Probably the best part of Clint Capella's years at this point right now. And then, of course, he's going to be able to the ability now to add Carmelo Anthony. I think they'll probably end up signing him to the veterans minimum, whatever that's worth. And I think that will really round out their team. I think, I think ultimately that's going to help out the Houston Rockets next year. It's going to give them a different lineup, a different look against the Golden State Warriors. Plus two. By adding Carmelo Anthony, you're definitely upgrading positions from Trevor Ariza to a Carmelo Anthony. So this Houston Rockets team is poised to make another run at the championship. Again, they did take Golden State last year to a seven-game series, ultimately end up losing, in which we all know Chris Paul was out for game six and also for game seven. Hey, hey, don't sleep on Houston, y'all. Shoot. Houston, Melo, CP3, James Harden, Capella, along with everybody else that they got on that bench. Look, I know Golden State added DeMarcus Cousins, but Houston got a lot going to have a lot to say next year in that Western Conference. But keeping it in the Western Conference, C.J. McCollum called Kevin Durant's decision to join the Golden State Warriors soft. Now, Kevin Durant was a guest on C.J. McCollum's podcast called The Pull-Up with C.J. McCollum, in which they talked about a bevy of topics. Of course, him moving to, you know, of course, Kevin Durant moving to Oakland, you know, what the transition was like, of course, them playing with each other. A lot of sound bites and a lot of sound clips from this interview that I won't go over. Now, there's this dispute over to Twitter in which CJ McCullum responding to one of Barstool reporters asking a question, was it okay to ultimately call Kevin Durant a name? And of course, CJ McCullum said, no, it's not okay to call him a name. However, he did agree that the decision that he made was soft. 
Now, what I got out of this whole entire thing was, what the hell was Kevin Durant doing on CJ McCollum's podcast? I didn't have to listen to the podcast. I kind of saw the clips on SportsCenter. I kind of caught wind of it. But then I thought about it to myself and I said, you know what? What the hell was Kevin Durant doing on CJ McCollum's podcast? This wasn't like it was Damian Lillard's to pull up. I could see that. Okay, you know, Dame got it going on. He's rapping. Got that Adidas thing popping. Okay, cool. I wasn't even a fan of him going on uninterrupted with LeBron, but he did that anyway. And I was like, you know what? Two of the best NBA players. Okay, cool. What this was, was a classic, classic, classic tactic of war done by CJ McCollum. This was a classic tactic of war. What McCollum wanted to do was he knows that out of the four guys right now, out of the five now, adding DeMarcus Cousins, he knows that Kevin Durant will take the bait. I guarantee you Draymond Green wasn't going to do that podcast. I guarantee you Steph Curry's not doing a podcast with CJ McCollum. Nor do I feel like Klay Thompson is doing a podcast, which where is Klay Thompson right now, by the way? And I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is doing a podcast with CJ McCollum either. So at this point, I was like, oh, man, he just hit KD with the classic okey-doke. The classic okey-doke. You showed him kindness just to flip it on him in the end because he knew he was going to do that. I knew that was a classic CJ McCollum move. If you don't follow him on Twitter, he's kind of one of those guys, very sarcastic, a lot of jokes, a lot of trolls, a lot of a lot of says but doesn't really means, a lot of means but doesn't really meant to. A lot of those kind of, you know, that kind of guy on Twitter. Now, I wonder how the other Golden State Warriors feel about Kevin Durant doing C.J. McCollum's podcast. Because, again, they are a Western Conference rival. Portland hasn't beaten Golden State to this point in the playoffs. Every time they play each other, we know what's going down. And and if we're being so quite honest, Portland just came off of a bad series against New Orleans. In which Anthony Davis, Rondo, and Drew Holiday spanked C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Now, what I got ultimately from this was I just thought that C.J. McCullum was just doing all what Twitter wanted him to do, was do all the shots to Kevin Durant face-to-face. Because I had a huge problem with this when I saw Kevin Durant on C.J. McCullum's podcast. If KD want to do a podcast, KD, come hop on the From the Jump, baby. But we hustling right now. We grinding for that KD interview. That KD interview is coming soon. We're going to go ahead and speak that one into existence. KD interview coming soon. That way. Coming up after the break, we'll discuss LeBron James talking about giving his son his name. I'll give you my thoughts on that. And one Raiders player is sitting out of training camp. And I don't understand why. Stay tuned. It's from the jump. Jackie's on the field. Well, not going to lie. It's uh, kind of lonely out here. Let's mix it up. Oh, hey, it's the fam. Bring it in. Uncle Jim, Aunt Carrie, Grandma Jill. It's been too long. If it's mixed up, Lunchables with 100% juice is there. Live in the from the jump studios, you know we grooving over here. Hey, turn that up, baby. Something about you can guess who this is right now. I got twenty dollars for the first person that can guess who it is right now. Too late, too slow. It's Frankadelic. <laughs> but yeah, follow your boy on Twitter right now. From the jump, man, I follow everybody back. But now LeBron James speaking on his debut episode of The Shop, which is set to air on HBO August 28th, had this to say. Ron, this is your obviously third time changing teams. Is that a reinvigorating thing? I told you last summer what, what really got me back going is uh, what helps is my kids playing. Mm. 
I still regret giving my 14-year-old my name because of that. My whole thing, I was like, whenever I have a kid, not only is he gonna be a junior, I'm gonna do everything that this man didn't do. Right. Mm -hmm. and the only thing I can do is give him the blueprint and it's up to them to take their own course whenever that time. Now, after saying this, the first thing I thought was, oh my, LeBron James Jr. has so much pressure on him, it's not even funny. But now we can't even get to the sun before addressing LeBron. LeBron James has enormous pressure on him this year alone to win with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I know he's doing his best job to control the media by going to his son's basketball games, which I'm confused because if LeBron James declined going to the USA training camp but was still in Vegas, why didn't he work out with the rest of the guys? Kevin Durant was there. Kyrie was there. Russell was there. Paul George was there. The other notable guys, Steph Curry was not there ultimately. Neither was Draymond Green. But still, Kevin Durant was there. Why was he not there? But he was in Vegas watching Zaire Wade and also watching LeBron Jr. play. But nevertheless, there's enormous pressure on LeBron to win this first year. You got to understand when the Lakers signed LeBron James, they didn't just sign him just to sell jerseys and to sell tickets at the Staples Center. They signed LeBron James because they won another title. LeBron James went to the Lakers because that gave him the best possible chance to recruit players, but ultimately get the help from the guys like Kareem and Magic and Kobe so that he ultimately could win a fourth championship. That's the goal. But now getting to Bronny, and the reason why there's enormous pressure is not because of the fact that you named him LeBron James Jr. Because like I say, he's going at this point by name of Bronny. It's because the more YouTube videos that keep coming out. See, we live in a time now where these ballers now are on YouTube. So when you get crossed up, everybody in the gym ain't going to see it. The entire world is going to see it. And he hasn't even got to high school yet. I think they said he's in seventh grade. So I think this year he's going into eighth grade, going into high school. The amount of pressure that LeBron had. But now you're going to have to follow that up. The NCAA rule will be changed. So there won't be a, well, you got to go to Duke or you got to go to Kentucky. So what will he do? Will he go straight to the pros or will he go to college? <laughs> what will he do again? This is LeBron James's son. LeBron did not go to college. He didn't go to Ohio State. He didn't go to a Duke. He didn't go to a Kentucky. A lot of people, he went straight to the pros. He got straight after it. But now I got to ask this question and one question only. How good is Bronny really, though? Because, see, what I notice is, especially amongst AAU, especially amongst basketball, the top players typically play at the highest level possible. They're playing with the oldest age group. Zaire Wade, D-Wade's son, which, by the way, is a, is a hooper. Y'all check this young man out. Can ball, flat out, put it in a basket. I'm talking about D-Wade 2.0. I'm talking about this young boy can ball. Not to mention LaMelo Ball. Balling. He played up. Playing in the JBA right now. Every time I look around, scoring 30, 20. Shout out to Triple Bs. You already know what's going on. All love this way. Sharif Cooper, who's a junior, but playing at the up at the top level right now. Putting on a show every time. Isaac Okoro, another one. So, again, those are a lot of young guys right now that I'm seeing that are playing up. And what I'm seeing from Bronny is, okay, he winning these championships, but he's playing at the age level in which he's at, which is good. But we all know the true test is when you're playing up against guys that are older than you and guys that are better than you. And if he's as good as we are making him out to be and or as these videos are painting the picture to be, then why is he not playing up? Yeah, we've come this far, but can we finish what we started? Do we have it in us? Can we get back at it? And keep grinding. Go! 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 
Because the second we think we've given everything, we're gonna give more. Because this is our moment. And we are. We are made for this. Whatever you're made for, Gatorade is made to fuel it. On today's wrap up, we gotta talk about it and we gotta discuss Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, right now, is reportedly not at Raiders training camp right now. And I can't understand why. Now, it is said that Khalil Mack is holding out for a contract extension, coming up on his fifth year option, and he's ultimately seeking a long term deal. Now, the Oakland Raiders placed him on the reserve slash did not report list. I got a problem with this, Oakland. Oakland is one of my favorite teams. But I got an issue with this one right now. Reggie McKenzie, Mark Davis, and John Gruden, I need you to listen up, and I need you to listen up to me right now. You cannot mess this one up right here. Do you understand who 52 is? What type of talent that he has? This is Ray Lewis we're talking about. This is Lawrence Taylor we're talking about. This is Reggie White we're talking about. Bruce Smith we're talking about. Defense-altering, legacy-altering Hall of Fame talent right here. You cannot mess this one up. And what the media is doing with this Khalil Mack story is they're trying to paint the picture as if it's between John Gruden and Khalil Mack. Saying, well, he talked to him and then he didn't talk to him. Whether or not John Gruden talked to Khalil Mack or not, at this point is irrelevant. Now, Khalil Mack and John Gruden aren't the individuals that need to be speaking. It's Reggie McKenzie and Mark Davis and Khalil Mack's representatives and also Khalil Mack that need to be speaking at this point. Because, see, what I saw was what Oakland did. They took care of the offense. We all knew that the offensive line is one of the best in the league. So that was in, that was intact. But you went out there and you let go of Crabtree. And you went out there and you signed Jordy Nelson. And you traded for Martavius Bryant. And you signed Doug Martin. We saw that transpire. The top five player in the NFL 100 has to be taken care of. A guy who has, since 2015, has had double-digit sacks in the league. 15, 11, 10. Again, this isn't going down. They're only going to get better as time goes on. Now, Oakland Raiders has a window to win a championship, but it's a very small window, and they have to take full advantage of it because their division is a lot harder. Now, defense ultimately wins championships, and Oakland, above all everybody should know, defense wins championships. I understand you got to take care of the offense. I understand in two years this offense is getting ready to move to Las Vegas and you know you're going to have to sell tickets and they're going to have to put up a lot of points. I understand that what John Gruden and the Spider 2 Jet Banana is going to do with Derek Carr. We get that. Everybody's saying Rich Gannon all over again. Derek Carr ain't Rich Gannon. DC4 is the man. He just got to stay healthy. And when 52 asks to be paid, you got to pay him whatever he's asking for. We saw in last season in the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. Though the Eagles offense scored, at the end of the day, it was the defense that made the crucial sack. The one and only sack of the game to win the title. All I'm saying is, the Oakland Raiders got to get this one right. Follow your boy on Twitter at From the Jump. I follow everybody back on there, man. Live is sports argument. Hit me with your best arguments. If you have any questions or any topics that you feel like I should talk about, definitely DM me. Let me know on Instagram, all my platforms, really. We're also now streaming on all available platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube. We are on Google Play as well. So definitely go download us. Keep sharing us, man. It's your boy. We out.